Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. We appreciate you all so very much for all the things that you are doing. I want to say, may God bless you and every leader over here. Clap on for every leader that is over here. God bless you so very much in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's check our scripture from Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. Whilst we stand for the reading of our word of God. Amen. Mm. Uh, it says, I will restore to you health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you were called an outcast. Zion for whom no one cares. Let's all read together. Let's go. Where's the microphone? Let's go. One, two, three, let's go. I will restore and heal your health. The Lord, because you are called an outcast, Zion for whom one. Now let's go to the Message Bible for the same test. One, two, three, let's go. Ask for you. I will come with healing, curing the incurable, because they all gave up on you. And dismiss you as hopeless, that good for nothing, Zion. Help me to speak to somebody. And this morning, I'm about to spend time to teach you about how to restore your health. Amen. Say, my health will be restored. My health will be restored. You know, I don't want to see a lot of movement over here. Whilst I'm teaching, whoever comes, they have to be at the back there. Don't struggle to put people inside. There's some space at the back there. Because this is a teaching that will help your life and your destiny. As a matter of fact, no matter the prayer you have ever prayed, no matter the money you have ever are tried as much as possible to receive, when the money comes and you are sick, what will you do? Somebody will spend all their time looking for a political position. And the time the position comes and sickness comes. So the reason why I'm starting the first form of restoration on your health is because no matter what you want to receive, if the health is not strong, there will be an issue. Right. Amen. Amen. And the, the, the situation that is painful is sometimes when you are sick, somebody calls you good for nothing. Is that the reason why I'm going to heal you is because they called you good for nothing, Zion. But Zion, as a matter of fact, is supposed to be the people of God. He said that's why by the rivers of Zion, sorry, by the rivers of Babylon, there we went when we remembered Zion. Zion is not a place of weeping. It's a place of goodness, but now you say you are good for nothing. So help me to read the title of my sermon to your neighbor on your left or right and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. No sickness. No sickness. Will disgrace you. Will disgrace you. Turn to the other neighbor and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. Any disease. Any disease. That wants to disgrace you. That wants to disgrace you. Will fall for your sake. Will fall for your sake. You may be seated in the presence of the living God. In the ministry of Jesus... The Bible says, and Jesus Christ will preach, and the power of God will be at work. And the Bible said, and healing will take place. The reason why Jesus Christ spent his time in bringing healing unto people is because no matter the word that he was going to preach, if the mindset was not correct, things wouldn't work. I always advise you and teach you that when we talk about disease, disease simply means getting out of your comfort zone. Because ease means an easy life. Ease, comfort, ease, comfort. Opposite of ease, this, anti. 
which means ease. So uh, it's this, which is the opposite. So this ease means I'm not at ease. So anytime your life, some area, some part, your health is not at ease, you are under the curse and the issue of what? Disease. And the plan of God is to heal you and preserve you and change your destiny. Now, one area of disease is this. Anytime disease shows up in a person's life, the only thing the individual begins to think about is death. And sometimes disease comes to block your vision for your future. And anytime there is disease, an agent of the enemy, that is called the agent of the shadow of death, is being dispatched. We are about to see from the book of Job chapter 33, verse of 19, and we are about to see it over there. Job chapter 33, verse of 19. And by the time I'm through with you today, I will show you what happens before a person falls sick. What happens before a person falls sick. If anybody you have ever seen that has fallen sick, before it happened, before the sickness happened, what went on spiritually? I will show you. And how to avoid it. How to block it. How to stop it. And I also show you the two prophetic directions you need every now and then of your life to break any shadow of disease. I will show you towards the end of the sermon. Amen. So look at it right now. It says, oh, or a man may be chasing in, on a bed of pain with constant distress in his, being, in his bones. Let's go. So that, he, so that his very being finds food repulsive. It says when a person is sick, when food is coming, he repels the food. What is food? Anything that is supposed to cause you to be satisfied is your food. But the Bible says, because of sickness, he repels food. Or food becomes repulsive. So when somebody is sick, even something good doesn't become good for them. I stand on this altar. Jesus. Whatever that will cause disease to block good things from coming to your life. So disease blocks good things from coming into the life of people. Let's continue. And you so even um, love the choices of meal. Look at it. Then after it happens... His flesh begins to waste away. And his bones that were once hidden, all of them are coming out. One sickness can cause all your bones to come out. Now this is what is serious. His soul draws near to the pit. The assignment of sickness is to draw a person's soul near to the pit. And his life to the messengers of death. Do you know that when somebody is sick, they can be there and they will see that death is coming? When they, they are sick, it's only when they are sick they will dream about all the dead relatives. Am I saying the truth? It's only when they are sick that they will see death is coming. That is it there. His soul draws near to the pit. That is the grave. In the grave that your soul is drawing near to it. Jesus. Let the hand of God, by the reason of the restoration of the health God is bringing you away. Jesus. May God touch your life now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shout, I am healed. I am healed. Now he says, and his life to the messengers of death. So when there is death, there's a messenger that is activated. So that's why when you are sick and you don't block it, the next thing that happens is what? Death. Because when sickness is there, a messenger of death is released. But I don't know where the messenger of death has arrived. Jesus. And I don't know where they are at now. My God. I came to release a block. Amen. I release a barrier. Amen. And that barrier helped me. 
Listen to me. That barrier is painted with the blood of Jesus. Amen. And I declare they can never cross it in Jesus' name. Amen. And I place that barrier in front of your house, Amen. in front of your doors, Amen. in front of your windows. Amen. Any messenger of death that is coming because of sickness, I change it now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shout, I am strong. I am strong. Now let's go. Let's go. 23. And it will shock you. And I like this side. He says, when sickness comes, messenger of death comes, and you think you are going to die, there's a solution. Yet, let, let, let the cameraman sit down right now. This teaching will help everybody. You can stand at the back there and take the camera. Thank you. Good. Now look at it right now. He says, yet, if there is an angel on his side as a mediator, wait. He says, you can be sick on a sick bed. Death is coming. Trouble is coming. Yet, if an angel shows up on your side, he will tell you what is right. In other words, no matter the sickness, when God releases an angel, it stops the sickness. That's right. So today, that angel that has to be your mediator for the sickness, Jesus. let that angel show... Amen. Oh, oh I, I can feel somebody. Amen. So there is always a solution. There is always a solution. Yet, when an angel shows up, Today I came to ask you one question. What kind of sickness wants to block your life? What kind of sickness wants to destroy your destiny? I thank God for his mercy. That God will touch every organ in your body. Amen. Today I declare on your brain. Jesus. I declare on every side of your life. Receive the strength of God. I like that side. He says, and I will restore unto you health. Restore simply means what was there and left. I'm bringing it back to you again. Now, now, someone say, man, man of God, what are the issues with sickness? I'm about to give you 10 of them. Let's go. Now, num number one, what the, the reason why sickness is wicked and you, don't should, you shouldn't ever, so some, some people can say that, some people are there, uh, they have asthma, and when the asthma comes, they will tell you, my asthma has come. They have owned the asthma. My ulcer. Hey, hey, hey this time, yeah, my ulcer. Hey! You, 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 you have made it personalized. It's not your own. It doesn't belong to you. If there's any, anything here, anybody here, that there's a disease that you have customized for you. Jesus. Today I came to this. Amen. Church, never glorify sickness. Never glorify sickness. Number one, the reason why sickness is, is wicked is this. Number one. Number one. Number one. Can I give you number one? Number one. Can I give you number one? Can I give you number one? Number one, sickness is wicked. It comes to slow down your life. A person that was a speedy life, sickness, number one, slows them down. Number two, sickness forces your life to a standstill. So it can slow you. And number two, it will pause your life to a standstill. A pedal was moving so fast, all of a sudden, they can't move again. But today, I block it from your life. Amen. Number three. Now, number three is this. Many people will, will just bear with me. Number three, it makes your enemies rejoice. There's a tree where that says, The person is in the hospital bed. Enemies will come thinking they are friends. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. By the time they leave and get out of the hospital ward, I mean they tree on the car. Listen, anybody that is waiting for you to come and see the hospital bed 
and by the time they are done, they come and laugh at you anywhere. Jesus. By the reason of the blood of Jesus, let it return to the sender. Amen. It will never be your portion. Sometimes if you're not careful, sickness will let your enemies hear me bow you. Let me say it again. If you're not careful, sickness will let your enemies bow you. Sometimes you don't even know that the one that is bathing because you can't bath doesn't like you. Number, 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 number. Let's go. Jesus. Jesus. Now, the next one. Sickness hurts your loved ones. Because of one sickness, your loved ones will stop going to work. Every day when they wake up in the morning, they begin to touch you whether you are still alive. In the night, they can't sleep. Exactly at 2 a.m. they pause you and say that, are you still breathing? It hurts your loved ones. Can I continue? It brings you very close to grave. That's what we read. Sickness brings you very close to the grave. Lift up your hand right now and put your hand on your head and say, minus me. me. Put your hand on your stomach and say, minus me. Now uh, be on your feet right now and turn to the person by you and say, Minus you. Sit down, second service, second, sit down, second service. And the next one is this sickness generates fear into you. Because when you are there, hey, will it happen? Will I see tomorrow? Will I see the 31st of December? Because the sickness is disturbing you. The next one, it blocks your vision. It blocks your passion and it stops your goals. When there's sickness, all the things you have planned for three years' time, you begin to throw them away. Because you don't even know what to happen tomorrow. But let the grace of restoration and safety. The reason why the year is restoration and safety is that when God restores you, he has to also protect you. That is safety. That's right. Now this is the next one. Can I continue? Yes. It makes People reject you. All this thing, I'll put them in a book, for, in a book for somebody. It makes people reject you and say that you are good for nothing. Because now you are sick. You are vegetable. What can come out of you? What's the better thing that can come out of you? And, then, and, and I can, can I continue the next one? It brings depression. Sickness causes depression. And, and, and um, there's another thing that I call. All these things I'm, I'm talking about, they are just sicknesses. That will come and put a person down. But there's another sickness that I call a sudden sickness of death. It hits a person today, and by 12 in the afternoon, the person is no more. It's called sudden sickness. And today, I'm about, I'm about to show you why sickness shows up in a person's life. I will show you. Now, now let me show you how to stop sickness. Can I tell you? Yes. Now, how to stop sicknesses. Now, the first one is this. Confessing positivities into your subconscious mind. Every day you open your mouth and say, I am healed. I am not sick. I showed you last week that everybody in life has two forms of mind. We have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Say conscious mind. Conscious mind. And subconscious mind. And subconscious mind. So put your hand here. Put your hand here right now and say conscious mind. Conscious mind. Just, just don't close your eyes. Follow me. You don't know where you are putting your hand. Open your eyes and put your hand and say conscious mind. Conscious mind. And say subconscious mind. Subconscious mind. Now, I'll get time to teach you one man series. It's called The Science of Thinking. Everybody has two kinds of mind. Everybody here, your minds are two. Conscious mind and subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is what tells, what tells you what to do. Go and switch off the air conditioning. Go and clean. Go and cook. Go and do this. Conscious mind, you think. You're conscious and go and do it. Now, your con- subconscious mind is automatic. When you go to the washroom to go and weary, 
you tell the women to just come like that, it is automatic. It's the subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is a programmed mind. But it, your subconscious mind is only active based on the things you always say to yourself and all the things you always see. Listen to me. If you always say to yourself, I will be rich, I will be rich, I will be rich, always point, I'm telling for you, a day will come, you'll be rich. Listen, listen, there is nothing that can stop it. Because what you say, it hits your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is the only thing that communicates to the universe. Haven't you been there and you wake up in the morning, you say, today I want to see a black BMW. When you go and stand by the roadside, what happens? What happens? Because that one, when, the moment you say that, and the moment something hits the subconscious mind, it connects to the universe. And it shows up in your life. When you say that, I'm never, I'm never happy, and I'm never fortunate in relationship, for real, for real, you will never, ever be fortunate in relationship. Because it sinks into your subconscious mind. Now, let me advise you on this one. When God made man, one of the organs you have is called pineal gland. Say pineal gland. Pineal gland. Now, this pineal gland is just from the back of your head. And God made it so powerful that whatever you say and it hits the pineal gland, it also manifests. Everybody has it. But unfortunately, the pineal gland has been blocked for so many people across generations. Why? Because what stops the pineal gland is calcium. What stops the pineal gland is calcium and fluoride. And I don't know why when they were, when they were giving water and pepsodent, they put fluoride and calcium in. So it has blocked the pineal gland of many people. But the good news is that there are some foods that blocks, that unblocks the pineal glands. And when I'm doing the science of thinking, I will show you. The pineal gland is what will let you sit here. The, sometimes it shows up small in your life. And let me show you. When you are there and you think about your sister who is living at Adenta. Hey, sister, because you are at Adenta, I can The moment you think about it, what happens? That is a small part of the pineal gland. When your pineal gland is active, you can think about a million dollars. It will hit you. When I'm done, go home and read it. You will see a couple of things about the pineal gland. So the pineal gland is connected to your subconscious mind. Church, your subconscious mind is so powerful. Let me give you a simple illustration of the subconscious mind. You are going to sleep 6 p.m. It's now, were you able to check something from me from the, from the net? Did you get some of them from the net, from the Google in the morning about the pineal gland? I told you to get some screenshot of the pineal gland for me. Yeah, it's a tiny endocrine in the brain that helps your, your, your blood circulation. That's right. And the whole, everything that you have, that's, that's where it is. It's so amazing. Whatever you want to experience is connected to that gland. It's okay. Now let me tell you something about the pineal gland. Oh, yes. I'm coming to show you about your subconscious mind. Take it off. Thank you. Say something about your subconscious mind. Today is Sunday. You are going to sleep. You went to sleep at 9 p.m. And you said to yourself, I want to wake up at 6, at 5.30. Don't ever, don't ever set on an alarm clock and sleep at 9. And you want to wake up at 5.30. 
What happens to you? What happens to you? With that alarm, you woke up. So, church, your subconscious mind is the deep one we know, but we don't know how to activate it. Do you know the reason why you woke up? You woke up at, at, at 5.30. Because you said to yourself, I want to wake up at, 90, at 5.30. It hits your subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is what controls your life. So when you are always positive, I will get them to teach you on the signs of thinking, maybe in the month of April. It, it will shock you about what your mind can do. If you know how to control your mind, I'm telling you for you, amazing things will happen for you. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes people say that somebody can sit down and chant and they can go somewhere and come back. It's the mind. It's the mind. They meditate. He said, hey, let's continue. Number two, you have to sacrifice on your health. When was the last time you dropped a sacrifice on the altar and said, this sacrifice is for my health. The sacrifice on your health preserves your health from attacks. The next one is this. Can I continue? Second service, can I continue? Yes. Communion. When you take in communion, it preserves your health. Now, communion should not be eaten once a month like churches do. Communion should be eaten every now and then. The reason why churches, we don't eat communion every day is because communion is expensive. At first, communion was 600 CDs. Now it's about 2,000, 1,000 something. So a church like that, we have three boxes every Sunday. We are looking at over 5,000 CDs. So the reason why you are supposed to take communion all the time, pick any red drink. You can even go and buy Sobolo. It's red. And you pick it up and say, Father, let this become the blood of Jesus. Every morning, drink the blood of Jesus. This is what happened. When you drink the blood of Jesus, it mixes with your blood. And your blood becomes the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Brother Daniel, how is my blood and the blood of Jesus connected to my healing? Let me explain. When somebody is sick and they go to the hospital, the doctor takes small blood over here. When you pick small blood over here, the small blood over here can tell the doctor what has happened to your kidney. Did he touch your kidney? No. But the blood gave information about your kidney. So when I also drink the blood of Jesus over here, it can go to my kidney. It can get to my brain. It can... Oh my God, my God, my God. So the blood can get information about every organ in my body. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse your body from every sickness. Shall I receive it? I receive it. Now let's go. Can I continue? And this one is so amazing. Prayer and fasting. Medical doctors will even tell you, according to science, when somebody is sick and they fast, the sickness goes. Yeah. Pray and fasting. Church, at least once a month, at least once a week, pray and fast. It cleanses, it, it de detoxifies your system. Now, this one is what is very important for everybody. Now, the next one is this, a healthy lifestyle. Church, I can pour oil on you. I can pour cassava oil, plantain oil, but if you don't live a healthy lifestyle, I can't pray for your healing. Church, I want to beg you. Once a month, run small. Sorry, once a week. Run, 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 run. Let sweat come out of your body. The sweat that is coming out of your body is toxins coming out of your body. You have never sweat for the past one month. Your bedroom, air conditioning, that's cool. Hisense, media, Samsung, whirlpool. 
when you come to living room, air conditioning. When you go to kitchen, air conditioning. Dining room, air conditioning. When you sit in that your car, air conditioning. Office, air conditioning. When you come to Powi, air conditioning. When are you going to sweat? When you are there and you are about to enter into an office and you see a lift and you see a staircase, maybe maybe a lift. Yeah, me feel me pew me pew me pew. Church, gradually our lifestyle is killing us. Church, you've not sweat for some time. Please sweat. Run, get a running mate in your area. Run on that road every now and then. Some the Bible says even physical exercise profits a little. It even is little as profit. Physical exercise profited a little. So I beg you. When was the last time you ate fruit? When did you eat vegetables? Every day. Um, pizza. From pizza, fried yam, fried plantain, fried rice. And one kwan. When we excuse you, only fries. <laughs> Oil. Church, I beg you. I beg you. Turn to somebody and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. Check your lifestyle. Check your lifestyle. Now the next one is this. How to bring healing to an individual. How to bring an healing to an individual. When you touch Jesus. So when you are praying, say, God, I touch you. I receive my healing. And the other one is this. You let Jesus Christ touch you. God, touch my body and he will heal you. Now the direction that we will do on Tuesday and Wednesday. Everybody on Tuesday and Wednesday. Whatever you are, when you are working there, don't come on Tuesday. Or if you have off, you can come. But church, I want to personally beg everybody here. Tuesday and Wednesday, we are doing a direction. What brings healing? Prophetic direction. You know, I can never teach you. I don't like to teach you rhetorics and abstract and theories. I've got to teach you practical things. What brings healing to a person? Direction. Most of you are here. People come to me, they are sick. I give you some simple direction. Go and get water, right? Go and get water and they are healed. It's in the Bible. I come to show you. Two directions to help you is bread and water. Bread and water direction. Let's go. Exodus 23, 25 KGV. I'll be doing service. I'm just saying, go and get me water. You think it's for fun? No way. And you, let's all read together. Let's go. And he shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness. So hear me, your bread and your water is for direction. That's right. The bread is the body of Christ. It touches you and delivers you. Now somebody here will ask me a question, Prophet Daniel. Why didn't the Bible say said communion or the blood of Jesus and it said water? Let me prove to you. The water is the same as the communion. Why? Jesus' first miracle, he picked water and turned into So the water, spiritually, can turn into your wine. So Jesus, his ministry, look at what happened. Every now and then, water and the bread. So he multiplied bread. He said, and give us today our daily. Bread. He was talking about your provision and your healing. Church, this direction is very important. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, this is what we would do. I wanted to provide the bread, but I want people to bring it themselves. Bring your own bread. We will provide water over here. After everything, we shall pray on it. We shall eat it. Then we continue again on Wednesday. And that bread, whoever you love, let them go and eat some. If God is God. He says, I will bless thy bread and thy water. water. 
And these sicknesses will never stay in your life. May God keep you. Amen. May God preserve you. Amen. May God deliver you by fire. Amen. Say, I am free and I am healed. I am free and I am healed. So this is a serious direction. Serious, 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 serious direction. You know, why, 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 why? When the man came here with prostate cancer stage 3, PSA level, 1,500. The normal range supposed to be 0 to 4. It was 1,005. You know that he's going. He's already going, going. I told him to go and get watermelon. Prayed on watermelon. Ate the watermelon. Ate it. Went back again, 2.57. It went back to 1.8. In the morning, he was here. Can you believe that the rate now? 0.67. Oh, look at the way you are clapping. The God of restoration shall restore your life in Jesus' name. Amen. And as I bring my sermon to an end, this is why I came here today. Prophet Daniel, why do you have the mattress over here? I'm glad you asked me. I'm glad that you're inquisitive. Very good to ask questions. The best person in the class is the one who likes to ask questions. Church of God, hear me. Never forget this. Before anybody in life falls sick, before anybody in life falls sick, this is going to be so sensitive. Lift up your right hand right now because if you miss one, you have missed all. And put your hand down. Lift up your hand now. Put your hand down. Lift up your hand right now. And put your hand down. Look at me. Before anybody in life falls sick, this is mystery. Never forget this. In the spiritual realm, the enemies buy them a bed of sickness. And most of the time, they use your own money to buy. That's why, check, when somebody went to funeral, when they came back, it's when they fell, the money they gave them. Sometimes the person you helped, for them to buy you a bed of sickness, they use your own money. So most of you, check a particular prophetic direction. Most of you are here, you see people are sick. And I will tell people, because you are sick, I won't pray for you. Go to where people are begging for money. Give them money. And what happens? They become well. Because when you also use money to also do good, it cancels the money they use to pay and buy you the bed of sick. So hear me, hear me, hear me. You know, the reason why God answers prayers in this church is because you know how to pray. Let me tell you. When somebody walks to me and the person is sick and I'm praying for the person, I don't just say that God healed the person. I say, God, I cancel the bed of sickness. Because when I can cancel the bed of sickness, there will be freedom. This brother over here three years ago, come. This brother over here three years ago, the mother was seriously sick. I'll prove to you in the Bible very soon. The mother was sick. When they brought the mother, stomach big, feet big. They've tried every test. They can't find anything. The woman is dying. To a time that they thought that they should get ready for well. She's going to die. They walk her here one Wednesday evening. When I look at them, I didn't pray for them. I told them, go to 37 military hospital. Look for 77 cities. Let your mother give to anybody that is begging over there. Your mother will be healed. They asked me, is that all? I said, that is all. They asked me, I said, that is all. They went to 37 military hospital, gave 77 CDs out. That day, the mother was up to date, no sickness again. <laughs> now, look at, look at the devil, look at the devil. When they got there to go and give out the money, they were there for three hours. They couldn't find anybody. Afternoon in Accra, couldn't find anybody. Because that. 
You can sit down. So the bed of sickness, when it's bought for a person, when you give out, it delivers you. Now the giving out is in two ways. Giving out on the altar and also being charitable. Now let's go to the bed of sickness. Psalm 41 verse 3. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. NIV. The Lord will sustain him on his bed, on his sick bed, and restore him from his bed of illness. And so the same bed of illness, we also have a bed of pain. Job chapter 33, verse 19. Let's go. Let's see what that is there. Look at it. Or a man may be chasing on a bed of pain. So before anybody falls sick in life, there is always a bed of sickness. So don't pray for just healing. Say, God, I cancel the bed of sickness. When I cancel it, I'll be free. Okay? How do I know that when I become charitable, it will deliver me from the bed of sickness? The answer is there in Psalm 41, verse 1. Look at the answer. Look at the answer. Look at the answer. Psalm 41, verse 1. Give me the KGV. It will, it will start doing good there. Look at it. Blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Verse 2. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and deliver him from his enemies. Verse 3. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of sickness. So when you give out to the poor. So what I did for this guy's mother was very simple. She gave to the poor and she came out from the bed of pain. Listen. Prophetic directions we do is not magic. All of them are in the Bible. Just that Christians don't read the Bible, so we don't know. When people come, go and do, go and do. It's not magic. Yes, sometimes God shows me direct. So I go straight to the intensive. Yeah, but it's in the Bible. So, church, in order to avoid sickness, the bed of sickness has to be broken. And today I pray. Jesus. Today I pray. My God. Put on the screen for me a sister who came here. After first service, one day, about a month, two months ago, she walked to me after first service. Prophet, and I said, What is the issue? Prophet, now I have an answer. What's the issue? They have seen kidney stones. She was losing weight, losing weight. She didn't know what to do, losing weight. I said, No way. Go and bring me the hospital results and let me put on my altar after first service. So I, I, in my mind, I said, On Tuesday, I'll pray for her. Church. By the time I was, I was done with second service, she was standing outside there. I said, but you didn't go home. She said, I've gone to bring it. She brought it to me. I put, it, I put on some food for her. She went back to the hospital. Kidney stones. And look at the answers. The answers, that, the results that came is this. Both kidneys have normal size and position. The renal pancreatic literally enhances normally. There was a prompt excretion of constant medium bilaterally. No calculi, no cyst, no hydro, hydronephrosis seen in the kidneys. The uterus are normal. The bladder is normal. The uterus is normal size. The liver is normal. The gallbladder is normal. The pancreas and the skin are normal. The stomach is de are demonstrated well. There are no enlarged ab ab abdominal lymph nodes. The iota and the iliac vessels are normal. The demonstrated lumbar vertebrae are normal. The demonstrated heart and lung bases are gross normal. Now this is the impression. Impression. Normal functioning kidneys with no pathology. But listen. But the results he brought to me, there were massive kidney stones. It was one direction. I told them to bring water. Today, by the altar. Today, by the altar. 
Let the God of the testimony city. Jesus. The Lord who has done it enough. And who has done it for people. A few days ago, Sister Lorraine, I went to school with, she's troublesome, came to me. The father was going through a lot. The doctors were saying so many things. They've seen retention and this. And the father is supposed to be ready for dialysis. And the father is at the age of 80, 80, 87 years. How can 87-year-old man go to dialysis? Prophet, I said, sister, forget it. I said, God is in control. Go. She was just there. They came back again. They've checked the whole thing. It's no more kidney matter. No more dialysis. Let the man go. I speak Jesus over your health. My God. May the God that can sustain health Jesus. give you strength on every side. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I am done. Thank you. Be on your feet. The best said to hear the best word of God. Lift up your right hand. One prayer. In the bed of pain Jesus. that they have bought, I burn it by fire. Amen. Listen, you will not stay on that bed. Amen. You will not be on that bed. God will give you strength. Amen. Say, I say, God will give you strength. Amen. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let there be strength. Let, let there be, be strength. strength. All of you were here weeks ago. Then a sister over there, Nana Kushia brought the sister, big sister, who works in National Fire Service. Do you remember? Whose hand was broken? Do you remember? Yes. That doctor said it has been broken. The day she got her promotion in the workplace, she fell down, the hands broken. After working there for how many years? 15 years. Hands are broken. In a Tuesday service, all of you were here. I made a declaration that, hey, then the doctor said, come for surgery because the hands are broken. You have to join them together. We prayed. What happened? They went back again. And the doctor said, wow, the hands have joined back together. <laughs> Lift up your right hand. The God of healing. Jesus. The God of strength. Jesus. Today, Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let there be strength. Let there be strength. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. In my body. In my body. In my organs. In my organs. Now. Clap your hands up. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamarting.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com If you are blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamarting.net danielamwating.net or cash up dollar sign power of worship one or paypal info at danielamwating.net or mtn mobile money 055-0000881 thank you you can worship with prophet daniel amwating at power of worship international ministries spinters road accra ghana or any of his international branches across the world Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Zoom, dubbed Open Heaven Zoom, this and every Thursday, 